Hi, everybody. Dave Winder here with the Runner with the Racers podcast, number 127. This is the official podcast of the Athletics Department at Murray State University. And after we began this effort in 2018, after a bit of a hiatus, we are bringing the show back, and we know you're going to enjoy it. New conference, same mission here on the program. Yes, the Racers are into the second half of their first year in the Missouri Valley Conference and the Runner with the Racers podcast will continue to be a place where you'll learn something that you didn't know each time you hit the play button on the rich history and the current happenings of the Murray State Racers. Now, for the time being, you can find us on GoRacers.com, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and soon you'll be finding us in other places, and we are excited about the future of our podcast central as we will be adding a couple of other pieces to our effort for your listening enjoyment uh, in later weeks and uh, and so on and so forth. Now, I'm available. If you need to get in touch with me, you've got a question about something with Murray State Athletics, uh, the email is dwinder at murraystate.edu, and I'm RacerDave23 on Twitter. Now, the Racers are one of the most active programs on all of social media, so check us out. good place to start is at MSU Racers on Twitter and Racer Athletics on Instagram, and Murray State Athletics on Facebook. And, of course, if you just do a search, Racers, and then type in the sport, you'll find the uh, Twitter accounts and such for all of our uh, teams here with the Murray State Racers. On a personal note, I've got to tell you, this is an exciting time to be bringing this program back. I'm ready to dive into it today, and we've got a great guest. We thought the best thing to do is to bring our Murray State Director of Athletics, Nico Yanko, on the program. Coming home to Murray State University after being named the 10th Athletics Director in school history, Nico Yanko was introduced in the middle of August as the new AD with the Racers. Yanko returns to Murray State University as the Racers begin their first year in the Valley and the Missouri Valley Football Conference this fall. A Murray State graduate and former quarterback for the Racers from 2007 to 2009, his career in collegiate athletics began as, as a graduate assistant in the Murray State Athletics Department, then later at North Carolina State, the University of Missouri, and the University of Louisiana. Now, the thing that stood out for me the day that Yanko's uh, colleagues and friends were here was the attendance of Mike Alden, the Missouri Athletic Director that he worked for, and Louisiana AD, Dr. Brian Maggard. They were there, and the pride that they had in Nico Yanko was very, very evident. It was a mo really moving day as we introduced our 10th AD. So please go back to our multimedia dropdown on GoRacers.com. You can see all the videos from that day. And you can see uh, Nico's resume and et cetera and things he did as a quarterback for the Racers and how his career arc pointed to this moment at Murray State University. Racer Nation welcomes Nico and his wife, Marnie, and daughter, Cheney, and very soon, a little boy, Gino, will be joining us in Racer Nation. And now, our interview with Murray State Director of Athletics, Nico Yanko. So it was August 15, 2023. I wrote the name Nico Yanko in my release, and then I had this thought that maybe we should explain how it's pronounced. Nico Yanko. Welcome. Thanks, Dave. Always great to be here with you and recording here in the Hall of Champions. So a lot of racer greats surrounding us in our uh, conversation today. So fired up. So where did Nico come from? 
So Nico is actually short for Nicholas. Nicholas, uh-huh. uh, but I've actually never gone by Nicholas, never gone by Nick, anything other than Nico. Um, so it's it's stuck since uh, day one, and and uh, family, friends, teammates, whatever you have, you uh, it, it's been Nico, and you know I, I love it and I enjoy it, and we're uh, we're excited to be back home, man. Man, we're we're glad for it, and um, growing up in Dayton, Ohio, um, this place that we often call the, the finest place that we know uh, beckoned you to, to come back after your start at North Carolina State, then Mizzou, and then Louisiana. Yeah. Can you take us through that, uh, how that all kind of happened? Well, you know, for me, Dave, you know, I'll start with this. Uh, I've been incredibly lucky to have incredible people and tremendous people that have surrounded me and put me in great position and opened doors for me to walk through and uh, to capitalize on those opportunities. And the credit really goes to them on being able to be in this position at only 35. And for me to come back home, you know, Dave, just like you, we're deeply passionate about Murray State, okay? This is a place for us where this is our blood, sweat, and tears are invested in this. And for me to come back and have an opportunity to serve under Dr. Jackson's leadership and and with our great team here in athletics and for our student athletes and coaches, I couldn't be more grateful for that opportunity. And, you know, starting here, you know, I guess you would say this comes full circle, but you know, as a student athlete here, had an opportunity to, you know, obviously compete and start at quarterback here and battle through some injuries, as as we all know. Well, and yeah, you had a few. Quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, from there, you know, went on to uh, explore the administrative route where I would work alongside, you know, at the time, Alan Ward had me involved in a lot of different spaces here and just trying to cut my teeth after I decided coaching wasn't the route for me. Then we, we jumped over to North Carolina State, which was actually a place we played at my senior year on the field, if you remember that they had Russell yep. Wilson yeah he was pretty good he was uh he was <laughs> impressive I, I remember getting sacked seven times that game and the flight the flight home was uh brutal so <laughs> that was a that well, was we, a we've one. actually got a lot of pictures from that game because yeah. Austin Lane was was doing really well at the time too Lane was doing great yeah. and um uh, a lot of the pictures you were running for your life. That, that's typically typically it's me <laughs> surrounded by you know four or five uh, guys in red there. But I remember you know we got a pretty good t- touchdown I think in late in the first half or second half to Daniel Ard, one of my dearest friends. And uh, again, so I had an opportunity to, to reach back out to them and had an opportunity to get my start on the development side of the house with the Wolfpack Club, working for you know as he's called the Godfather of Athletics Fundraising. That's Bobby Purcell, and uh, you know he was tremendous to me still to this day is a absolute great mentor and has become a phenomenal friend and you know the best thing about Bobby is he never cares about what I'm doing with work now it's always talking about Cheney and and Marnie and how are we doing as a family so Bobby's been uh, truly a blessing in my life and I'm so grateful to still have him around today. I had the chance to uh, talk with him because I was getting a quote from him for the release and uh, He's one of those guys that as soon as you talk to him, you feel like he's been your friend forever. Yeah. That, you know, so it yeah, was really good to yeah. talk to Bobby. Bobby's the best. And and like I said, he's still in my corner today. And I use his counsel frequently, and he's amazing. And then after my time at North Carolina State, you know, was heading uh, back here towards, uh, you know, the Midwest and had an opportunity to join Mike Alden's leadership team at Mizzou um, there in Columbia as they were beginning the process of transitioning from the Big 12 to the SEC. And that was certainly a heavy lift, and as we know here now, but as I lived through experience there on that process then, conference transitions don't happen overnight. They are No, they don't. They are 
six, seven years worth of hard work and planning and investing and growing and, and uh, educating and, and engaging. And, man, it was fun. So, uh, again, landed in a great spot to go work uh, for and with uh, Mike Alden, who when you look at the Mount Rushmore of ADs, he's he's front and center. If you look at his tree of, of athletic directors and his impact in our profession, whether it be through um, – everything on the successes at as his time as an athletics director, but also the impacts he's made that have transcended our, 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 our profession in higher education. Uh, again, worked for a tremendous human being who, again, still to this day is helpful for me in a lot of ways and put me in a lot of great positions to be, you know, uh, on a fast track, uh, became an associate AD by the time I was, I think, 25 years old running a development shop and having a blast there, doing a lot of great things running that uh, that athletic development shop and being exposed to so many different things. And, and again, uh, I, I'm grateful and I, I I've always told him this. I have no idea how to repay you for what you've you've given me opportunities for, Mike. But I promise you this: I'll pay it forward. So <laughs> that, that, you know what? That's exactly what you do. You, you there's no way you could thank them enough yep. or repay them, but you you pay it forward. And uh, we're going to do a lot of that here uh, at Murray State in, right. in years to come. And then you, you had a chance to go to Louisiana and Dr. Brian Maggard. Um, I was really impressed just watching those two at your press conference <laughs> because they were just beaming with pride they were really proud of you yeah i appreciate you saying that and you know i appreciate them both being here that day and and uh both their wives rocky alden and and carrie maggard uh both who marnie is very close with and really looks up to in a lot of ways too so just again i think that just goes to the the basis of it is i got really great people in my corner dave and I've said this before, and I'll say it forever, right? Uh, I have everything in this life because of my family and my support system. Uh, the lessons I've learned as a student athlete and being able to come to Murray State University and to be a, a student athlete here have given me everything in my life. And uh, like I said, you know, from after our time at Louisiana to come back full circle, it's good to be home, man. And, and yeah. as we know, the race is on. And as we also know, uh, Murray State, the finest place we know, and – uh, I've really gravitated to that little slogan here in the mm-hmm. past couple of years uh, as, as the years uh, continue to, to grow. Let's talk a little bit about the Dennis Jackson Leadership Program. We launched this uh, in January, named after Dennis Jackson, still lives in Paducah. That's right. And uh, a great educator and administrator for uh, several decades in Paducah Public Schools. One of the best high school basketball officials of all time, did multiple state tournaments in Kentucky, the first black student athlete at Murray State in 1960, all of in football and track. Dennis uh, is still uh, doing well in Paducah. He was able to be here. It was great to see him again. And this is a deal where we are trying to prepare our student athletes from the moment they get here, mm-hmm. not only to when they graduate, but just to continue that, at mm-hmm. that relationship. Uh, and just very briefly, uh, career readiness, leadership, civic engagement, uh, NIL preparedness, brand management, and financial literacy. There's a lot. We, we call these life skills. That's right. right? That's and, right. And uh, maybe take us through how you guys uh, developed that. Well, you know, I'll, I guess I'll start um, with the name and the impact that Dennis has had here and continues to have. Uh, he's really been a beacon for our university as well as every student athlete that's come behind him and has followed him and 
you know, Dave, you and I being two of those that have been able to witness his impact and, you know, him being around. I remember, you know, being a student athlete here and he would come to games a little bit more frequently then. And I'll tell you what, he's still full of energy when you get to talk to him. And that night meant a lot to, I think, a lot of people because, you know, one thing that we wanted to talk about with this program, and I I give all compliments to Regent Leon Owens and uh, Dr. Jackson on helping being a great sounding board through this process, is we wanted to engineer and be very intentional about how we crafted a program that was going to have an impact beyond uh, a student-athlete's time here on our campus, but also have an impact in the communities that they live and serve in. So for us, we wanted to have a program that was strategically put in place to support and serve our student athletes from recruitment through retirement and there was no better person to think about to leave a legacy than than Dennis Jackson and that's where we're incredibly grateful for that opportunity that he was able to join us that evening when we launched it and uh, man we did it in a big way we had some tremendous guest speakers here a heck of a meal uh, from Big Ed's out of Paducah came down and catered that for our student athletes and you just talk about a great group of folks that had a chance to celebrate and really engage our student athletes beyond just sit down discussions or whatever that might be this was a really engaging evening to talk about the impact of this program and you hit it on the head it's it's got some tremendous you know five key pillars and that's career readiness network development nil brand management financial literacy and civic engagement and leadership so our student athletes are going to come through this program and they are going to be ready when they step off of here out of here with rings and on hands and banners hung high that's uh, right the goal is to have them walking into a job and we're, we're excited about that to give them the opportunity to build such a great network while they're here in school so that they can have resources beyond their coaches or family members and their they're, as you and I would call this, Dave, they're our Rolodex, but you know, that's just a contact list for the younger <laughs> listeners today. Uh, but for us, to, the ability for them to have a network that's ready to go to work for them and that they understand how to work with that network and communicate with them and to engage them and to lean on them, but also be lean, you know, leaned on, right? And then from our end, you know, I think it's so important to get these student-athletes real life experiences okay with micro internship opportunities and great gaining a transferable skill set again that will serve them for their lifetime right and then that finally falls into place with you know the relationships that can present themselves through nil opportunities and and i don't want to go down that discussion because that opens up a whole new conversation for us there but we're really excited to put a, a, a framework around our student athletes that really focuses on developing them as a person, but also if those opportunities present that present themselves to them in these NIL spaces, we're over-prepared for those moments. Does that make sense? So and, then, and there will be some yeah, that, that are going to be able to take advantage yeah, of that. Absolutely, and, 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 uh, and I know our community will respond, uh, and, and that's the key thing to recruiting the right type of Murray State student-athlete that we do here, right? There is, there's a fit, and the Murray State has a tradition of excellence, and that's the type of student-athlete that has the privilege to represent this unit university and people that I'm proud to go to work uh, for and, and serve every day and and I'm excited to work alongside them and building them uh, into people through sports so the last piece of this is really you know the, the civic engagement piece and the leadership piece you know we've put some funding together that we're going to have our student athletes taking trips to Frankfurt or DC even and we're really fired up to teach them opportunities to have impacts in their communities but also 
to learn how processes work uh, beyond just what they're exposed to typically in a day-to-day fashion. But this won't be a check-of-the-box program. This won't be a transactional program. Um, There's going to be work that goes into it, but we're also not going to make it mundane to the point where it's just one more event for them to go to. You don't want to do that. You want to make it make it something that they know this is having a real yeah. effect on their lives. You know, I, I go back to uh, when I was playing baseball here, uh, our coaches uh, were basically our academic advisor. That's right. And I, I, I think sometimes, you know what, I might have been a little better student had I had some mandatory study hall <laughs> and some people help me along the way. And then you look at a program like this and I'm going, you know, I wasn't real financial literate uh, when I graduated <laughs> here either. Yeah. And this, this is stuff that – I mean, this is real life stuff yeah, is no, what it is. No doubt. And uh, we're fired up about this. And, and again, the goal is to serve our student athletes from recruitment through retirement. And this program is certainly the, the navigation tool that we're going to use as our roadmap. And I'm going to shout out to several staff members. Um, and, and Rachel Katita is certainly right. top of my mind, who's done a tremendous job of, of helping us engineer this program, but also running it on a day-to-day basis for us, as well as Matt Kelly, uh, Cassie uh, as well. And Mandy Youngblood. Mandy Youngblood. you got so many that are hands-on, but also I'm going to compliment all of our coaches and assistant coaches. They have to buy in for this to work, and they're doing that in in the right way. And after that event and after the launch, folks are really excited about what this program is going to bring to our our student-athletes. Missouri Valley Conference. I, I, I'll never forget the day that we had the grand uh, announcement. Uh, I was on stage emceeing the, the thing. And I got to tell you, Nico, I'd never been so nervous in my life. Uh, I was emotionally overcome with it because I knew, well, we were in the other conference at the Ohio Valley as mm-hmm. a founding member for 74 years. Yeah, uh, This was not something that was uh, – made uh, on a whim or anything oh. like that and it i guess the gravity of the whole thing kind of hit me the moment i stood up there yeah. and now now that we're we're in it we officially became members july 1 that was a big day i, I just can't tell you how much fun i'm having mm-hmm. and i work with men's basketball yep. getting to know our colleagues and our peers in the yep. league uh, i work very closely with jack watkins and mike kern yep. just two Hall of actually, yes, Jack sir. is in the Missouri Sports, Sports Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame I mean, yeah, he is a Hall of Famer, and uh, and, and to get to know the people in this league, uh, this is something that's really going to be great, not only for Murray State Athletics, but for Murray State University going forward. It, Dave, and thank you for shining a spotlight on this conference transition, but not only the Missouri Valley Conference, but now moving into the Missouri Valley Football Conference too. Mm-hmm. The impact that this will have on our athletics department is going to be uh, beyond measurable. Okay, It'll be immeasurable in the sense of, one, the level of exposure that it'll bring. Two, it fits so perfectly in the footprint of our alumni base and our student recruitment, but also our student athlete recruitment prospecting, okay? So for us to live in this new conference and to be a neighbor uh, to all these great institutions, you know, we add value to this conference. And, and Jeff Jackson and Patty Viverito have been so supportive. And I'll, I'll, again, all compliments go to the top. This, this doesn't happen without Dr. Jackson's support. Uh, and we're so lucky to be a part of this journey for our university as we navigate this conference transition. But I'll tell you what, uh, 
it's going to take time to accelerate and fire on all cylinders in this process. And, uh, you know, you're going to see some successes and you're going to see some opportunities for us to find new ways to accelerate. Right. And, and for us, we're really fired up about this because again, I go back to the exposure that this is going to bring us the recruiting footprint and the credibility within that recruitment process, the revenue generation of this. Uh, I can go on and on and down the list, but Dave, I mean, at, at this point that we've recorded this podcast today, I mean, you tell me, but how many basketball games have we played on a linear platform? I think, uh, it's, I think it's 10. 10 right yeah, it's now. 10, and yeah. I, I think we've got some more to go, right? Mm-hmm. And you talk about the, the eyeballs and engagement and exposure that that brings our institution. Man, you, you can't quantify it. And I think that in itself is going to help tell and shape the story, again, of the finest place we know. That's right. And, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We, athletics is not the most important thing that happens on our campus but we are the most visible. And I think the Missouri Valley Conference transition certainly puts us in a great position to, to tell that story and to, to, again, put us in an opportunity to take advantage of an opportunity that we're fired up to be able to have. If we could group all of our sports together, they, they've all got a couple of things in common as we've done mm-hmm. this. They're all going to places they've never been before. Mm-hmm. And let, let's think about it. When you go, like, for example, the racers are going to Peoria. Mm-hmm. Um by the time we play this, or they will have been there. Yeah. But it's like uh, you're not familiar with the hotel, and how do you get to the loading dock to get into the arena? And yeah. where's where's the bus park? Yeah. And then then oh, by the way, uh, all of our sports are upping the level of competition. And I told people that uh, hey, every, every team's going to take some lumps. Yeah. And but w- when you start matching yourself against a higher level, guess what? You're going to grow up to that. Yeah, and you're you're going to do it. And then the other thing I've I've enjoyed, particularly where you know I'm around men's basketball a lot, and it's like it's been like, uh, okay, uh, you know we we've done very well for a long long time. Let's let's see how we we match up here. And in a lot of cases, we've we've uh, acquitted ourselves very very well. I think back to soccer in the fall. I you know Matt Lodge's team goes to Missouri State and beats them on their home. Then they were yeah. they were in first place. Yeah. And then I see volleyball doing some things. Yeah. Um, and then the women's basketball start too. So yeah. um, this is not a thing where um, uh, everybody just runs the table. This is a tough. It's a tough league all across the board in all sports. Yeah, which is how we want it. You know, yeah. we want to want, compete. We want to compete. We want to size up against the the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you, this new this new neighborhood, as we'll call it, it's competitive. But, oh yeah. But we certainly can continue to, to accelerate our trajectory as an athletics department, as a university, and to continue to grow along this transition. But again, we just have to be patient and work through this. But the best thing is, is you know, Dave, you know, just shy of six months here, I really do feel like we have a really strong navigation plan. We have a great roadmap for success in this conference to grow, to resource. And look, it takes every single one of us. And I've said it a thousand times, and I'll continue to say this. It takes every person. Every person matters. Every dollar counts. And it's going to take all of Racer Nation to help us uh, see this through. But uh, I'm not interested in just being the, the smallest net house in the neighborhood. Dave, we want to we wanna own the neighborhood, man. And that's where we're going to be competitive. And, and we want to have a nice yard. That's right. Right? <laughs> yeah. We, exactly. Right? We like to have a lot of trophies in that yeah, yard, that's, too. Yeah, that's, so. that's right. But we're fired up about this. And, and like I said, this conference transition, we have a road map. You know, later, uh, probably closer to the summertime, we'll roll out a, a more visible strategic plan uh, along with some other enhancements to our sports village or our sports park here with our facility plans. So we're really excited about 
a lot of the good work going on here and we're, we're excited to, to kind of tighten up, you know, all the little details here so that we can eventually start sharing that with Racer Nation and presenting them with opportunities to get involved. And look, there's one thing I know. Our fan base, our alumni base, our partners, they're passionate about Murray State Athletics. And it's its my job to ensure that our team, right, has the opportunity to present these folks with these tremendous opportunities to grow our program, but also have a bigger impact on our community. And, you know, when I sit here and look at um, not only our, our Murray community in Callaway County, but if I look at our service region and our 50, let's call it a 50-mile radius around Murray, Kentucky, I look at so much opportunity and the entertainment value that Murray State Athletics brings to that region that I don't see anything stopping us from some setting out and, and accomplishing what I know we can do. Because, look, Murray State alums, they're the most generous people I know. And living, living proof of this, if you love Murray State, it's going to love you tw- twice, back twice as hard. And that's where, again, we're going to pour ourselves into this opportunity and, and really – dig deep and and get rolling man so we're fired up speaking of uh, entertainment value murray state football 2023 schedule you can see it on goracers.com right now september 2nd the opener against presbyterian and then the missouri valley football conference opener that'll be a historic day september 30th when indiana state comes into town uh just at a high level football is a social thing it's the place to be it's the fun place to be no matter if you're a an old older uh person who's seen a you know many many football seasons at murray state that's right uh what we need to do is i guess we need to hire make sure we hire a great staff meteorologist so we have great weather on every one of those those home those home days but uh no i'm really looking forward to it and uh you know That'll be here before we know it. It's creeping up on us, and you know, not to skip past where we're at right now right, with basketball, which man, we still got a lot of ball to play, and our spring sports are that man. They're revved up and ready to go. And shoot, Rifle just won another championship. Mm-hmm. Alan Lawler won another, another championship. Yeah. But yeah, football—they're already beginning their spring preparation process, and spring ball will get, begin here soon. But if you look at our schedule next year, Dave, I mean, what? a treat to see some of these teams coming here where we're going this is going to be a lot of fun look homecoming is going to be a little bit earlier this year but still in october man you get a great competition and you know certainly not afraid to call that one a rivalry to bring them down here and 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 have a certainly a packed house as we did this past year you know, we had a homecoming record this past year, Dave, in attendance, and Tent City does its works its magic, man, and it's it's special, and we can't wait to add a couple more wrinkles this coming year with our fan experience. But man, I, I'll tell you what, this program's got a lot of opportunity. We've begun resourcing it in a way that it's never been before, and, and I'm thrilled for that. Just like we're thrilled to continue to resource all of our programs at a championship level. And for us, uh, again, we hope Racer Nation uh, checks their emails here in the next couple mm-hmm. weeks. Ticket renewal will be ready to go and man it's uh it's right around the corner and we're, we're ready to go compete and we'll just start uh ratcheting ratcheting things up as we get close a couple of dates there there's two uh road games that are very easy to get to at louisville september 9th at middle tennessee september 16th uh that oh the the uh the missouri valley opener on the 30th of september indiana state that's also murray state's family weekend and then homecoming as we mentioned a little earlier this 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 year October 14th, uh, when Southern Illinois comes to town. Uh, well, we've got about 25 minutes here, and I know you, you've got to get to some stuff too. And we've kind of hit on this a little bit. But as, as we leave, uh, Nico, just the question is, uh, where are we headed in, in the next few years? 
You know, Dave, for me, I look at putting this roadmap together for us to continue to find ways to increase our trajectory as an athletics department for each of our sport programs. We're going to prioritize recruiting and revenue generation, and that's going to be from every decision we make internally, but also as we continue to look at our facilities, uh, sports park planning processes, okay? So from there, I look to us to continue to put together an athletics department that's focused on comprehensive excellence, okay, in every single thing we do. And to me, that's the top priority is we are going to challenge and refuse the status quo in everything we do. And for me, that's something I'm going to be deeply passionate about and dialed in on every minute of every day. Uh, when we when we get those, those short hours of sleep, we're dreaming about it, man, because uh, this place means something to me and it means something to so many. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be in the position that I'm in, I'm in to be a great steward of our athletics department and program. So I'll leave it at that. And, and for me, Racer Nation is answering the call in a way we've never seen. Our revenue numbers are starting to tick up. Uh, some donations, I'll tell you some quick numbers here. We're up 30% in donations cash to date, and I've only been on the job five months. Dave, wow. We're just getting started. <laughs> and, and, That's great. And I just want to say thank you to those folks who are believing and investing in our plan for excellence, but also for those listening, we can't wait to come visit with you and share our vision for comprehensive excellence. The ticket revenue is up 20% too. That's right. Yep. I mean, this is, this is incredible. Well, Nico, well, we'll look forward to the next time we have you on the Runner with the Racers podcast. Thank you for uh, stopping by. Always a pleasure, Dave. Go Racers. Well, it's always good to sit down with the director of athletics and just get the vision that's coming from Nico Yanko. He is the guy who is leading this department, and we are all following him. And, uh, of course, his enthusiasm is it makes it very easy to partner with him. And we are hitting the gas pedal into the Missouri Valley Conference and, as we mentioned, into the fall in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So before we get out of here on this edition of the Runner with the Racers podcast, a few athletics updates. Congratulations to Coach Alan Lawler and the Murray State Rifle Team. They won their 17th Ohio Valley Conference Rifle Championship over the weekend. And as you know, Murray State joined the Valley in uh, every sport except for rifle because the OVC offers rifle, and Murray State very proud to be part of that. Uh, but congratulations to the rifle team on another championship. And then going back to women's track and field, congratulations to Kayla Bell. Uh, I think it was February uh, 3rd at Bellarmine. Uh, she won the 400 meters, uh, which was uh, second all-time at Murray State, just behind Stephanie Salim's program record that she set in 1990. So maybe Kayla can get that record before uh, the indoor season is up. And then Murray State's uh, high jumper, Megan Fletcher, was named the Missouri Valley Conference Women's Athlete of the Week after she uh, matches the high jump record. Uh, and that was in a meet at Louisville. So congratulations to Megan. And then go back to about a month ago, I think it's worth noting, that uh, Rachel Hagens broke the Murray State uh, program 33-year-old long jump record uh, with a mark of uh, 20 feet, 3.5 inches. The previous record was held by Diane Woodside from 1990, and Diane just became a Murray State Hall of Famer in the fall. And, of course, Rachel's outdoor exploits were well-documented uh, last uh, spring, and we're really looking forward to what the uh, the year is going to bring for Murray State track and field. By the way, their indoor championship is in Chicago, February 26th to the 27th at the World Track and Field Center in Gately Park uh, in Chicago. 
Also, we just launched the Winter Circle, the official student fan group of the racers for the fall of 2023. Uh, the, our students have been a constant with Murray State as a big part of Racer Nation. And if you look at GoRacers.com, there's all kinds of details about how a student become a uh, part of that uh, great group here at Murray State University. And we mentioned the, the indoor, indoor track and field championships. Of course, the basketball tournaments are getting ready to come up. Arch Madness is in St. Louis at the Enterprise Center, March 2nd and 5th. That's the men's basketball tournament. And Hoops in the Heartland, March 9th through the 12th. That's at Vibrant Arena at the Mark in Moline, Illinois. That's where the women's tournament it will be taking place. And that'll do it for this edition of the Runner with the Racers podcast. This is Dave Winder saying, Go Racers!